What's up, you guys? Welcome to episode 16 of the podcast. Um, seems crazy that's already been 16 weeks. That's like a whole four months. Um, it's been a, it's been a fun time. I feel like we've prog- progressively gotten better here. Um, I'm excited to get things going even farther. I've got some some plans coming around the new year to uh, inc- increase content put out by me, I guess. Um, but thank you guys for sticking around for 16 weeks if you've been listening the whole time. Um, if you're new, once again, thank you for listening. I appreciate it. Uh, this is just something I started for kind of fun, but now I'm kind of taking it way more serious because uh, we've been putting out some good stuff, some good episodes. The sports stuff is going really well with James. Um, I don't know. It's just been it's just been a fun time for me. Um, if you're new and you don't know what's up, we start out every single week with a week in review. Shout out to E-Man, E-Man Podcast for giving me that idea. Um, I liked it a lot and I ran with it. Um, my re- my week has been um, a little hectic, honestly. Uh, I shot a 48-hour film festival here at UCM this weekend uh, through FAC, which is the Film and Actors Coalition, Filmmakers and Actors Coalition, my bad, um, and the BEA, which is Broadcasting, um, what is it, Broadcasting educators association or something like that um but it was it was really really fun we had a we had a really really fun time so the premise of this whole film competition is that you get 48 hours to write uh like write shoot and edit a a short film that can be has to be between four and seven minutes i believe four and seven yes that's correct um you were given a prop uh, the night before and you're giving given a line and you have you're required to use both um, both groups both or all groups have to use the same prop and the same line within their um, within their movie and then yeah you just go out and film it this year well this is my this was my first one I ran audio on it and the audio was okay it was a learning experience I haven't taken the uh, audio for cinema class yet so it was a learning experience getting to use some of the equipment excuse me but uh, our genre we got was horror, so all groups had to do horror. There were only two groups this time, though. Um, I guess in the in the springtime it's a little bigger. This one just wasn't advertised very well. And then our subgenre was comedy, so we made a horror comedy, and the other group did a musical. They chose to do a musical, which was very interesting, but hey, I haven't got to see it yet, but if it's good, it's good, you know? Um, but we wrote friday night from eight till about two in the morning um we set out at nine o'clock on saturday to shoot we shot from about nine to eight thirty or nine so about 12 hour day then um donovan edited the um the audio and stuff from day one and then sunday we got up and we had a shoot from eight to ten thirty or eleven and then he edited all day um it's really good it doesn't we don't get to screen it to everybody until the uh I don't actually I don't actually know when the um, the screening is, but um, from what he sent me or what he shared with the group, it looked really good. Um, it 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 was really fun. It was a huge learning experience for me, and I'm really really glad I got to do it. Thank you to Donovan for um, coming out to me and choosing me to be on his team. Um, made some good connections. Got to work with people. It was it was a really good time. If you're a UCM student, get involved by doing one of these. It was just super fun. I'm gonna definitely do more of these in the future. Um, oh, especially in the spring when it's a bigger one. But it was it was a really good time. Uh, he said he's gonna work on a director's cut that's probably gonna come out sometime towards the end of the year, maybe possibly. Hopefully, it comes out. He'll send it to us around New Year's or 
Christmas or whatever. But that was my week, so I am just stupid tired. Um, I debated not even coming in to do the podcast, but I figured um, I can't really go a week without podcasting. Um, I just wouldn't be fair to you. It wouldn't be fair to myself. It would kind of be... I, I put out a little goal to, to do a podcast every week, no matter what. So here we are. Not a whole lot happened this week. It's not going to be the longest podcast ever, but we're going to get something out there. Excuse me while I take a drink because I am parched. Um, so to start us off, I just want to talk about some um, some some video game news. You know, um, next week is the release of. The long, oh, I think this week Call of Duty Black Ops 4 comes out too. And I'm taking my pre order off of that and throwing it all on Red Dead because I'm 100% committed to that game after seeing the second um, trailer for it. So the following Monday from the Red Dead release, I believe, will be like a um, a game, kind of like a, like a, like an early game review for me. I'll tell you what, tell you, tell you guys what I think about it, what I'm, what I'm loving about it, what I'm not loving about it. Um, so that will be, the weekend after the release of Red Dead, um, but in gaming news right now, Battlefield Five released their full list of weapons and vehicles in the game, and this is just in the base game. Um, there's over 30 weapons available from the jump, so that's really, really, really exciting for me. Um, I know they're they're making a bunch of improvements from the beta, which they needed to, um, but there was like three or four full fully automatic assault rifles. There were a lot of um, semi-automatics. There were like three bolt action rifles, which I really want to see more bolt action rifles for the time period. I like I like the bolt action, the, the bolt action gameplay that I've that I got in the beta. Um, there was like five or six SMGs, six LMGs. There's like LMGs and there's like super LMGs or something that are like the heavier ones. Um, there were four or five pistols. There were like four or five melee weapons. Um, there were a lot of gadgets, like a ton of gadgets. Um, I can't remember all the tanks and stuff, but there's, there's, there's a big variety. So I'm, I'm thinking there's going to be something for everybody's gameplay style, which I'm really, really excited for. Um, I think I'm going to be using submachine guns and semi-automatic rifles whenever I'm not playing scout. But when I'm playing scout, I think I want to go with, uh, bolt actions just cause it gives it the more, it gives me the more like realistic feeling that dude, I'm a sniper, you know? Um, I'm not into the vehicles as much. I suck at flying planes, so don't expect anything from that. But I kind of want to do a, uh, I might record some gameplay and then do a voiceover of, of my footage I've captured, um, and release it on YouTube. I think that'd be a lot of fun, especially with Red Dead. Oh, that'd be really fun with Red Dead. So it just sparked my idea. I'll write that down after this episode's over. Um, but yeah, so 30 weapons in the base game is just it's phenomenal news for me. I'm I'm really I'm really excited about it. I'm assuming they're going to be releasing um, DLC content frequently, so there's going to be more guns, more melee weapons, more vehicle stuff, more customization. I'm excited for that. I really hope they do a Japanese like Pacific War. Excuse me. Oh my goodness. I hope they do a, a Japanese like Pacific War DLC. That'd be really fun. I think there are a lot of cool weapons on that side of the battle. Um, and the scenery would be beautiful if they did a DLC from that side. Um, boats would be a lot of fun. I just think that'd be a fun war to get to kind of island hop and fight on islands and stuff. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for it now hearing that there's 30, 30 base guns. So there's going to that means there's gonna be a lot of unlocking, a lot of progression stuff. And I'm, I'm really happy they did that because otherwise I, I don't really know how well, how well it would hold attention. 
Um, going off from that, the off-white Nike Converse release was today, and your boy struck out again. Um, I struck out on the Blazer pack that came out last week as well. I tried for both on the Nike Sneakers app, and I just, I just, I can never win on there. I almost had the, um, the either it was either the second Presto release or the second um, Vapor Max re- was it the Vapor yeah Vapor Max release and uh, struck out on both of those because I couldn't remember my uh, my login password. So that's that's awesome. Um, but yeah, that came out today. I think this new Converse release. I think both the Converse releases are my favorite. Now the first Converse release is my favorite one out of that whole Nike Ten pack or whatever. That see-through look is crazy. Um, the new one's not bad though. The white with the uh, stripes around the sole with the orange bottoms and the orange check or something like that. Um, but yeah, I struck out again, so that's unfortunate for me. But you never know. I might find a resale for not stupid price. But uh, that brought up the converse, the uh, thought in my head that like. Um, is this the biggest and most hyped sneaker collaboration series ever? And I am, I honestly think so. I don't think I've ever seen a uh, collaboration series that's been this sought after. Maybe since like Jordan and Nike were first a thing, like back in '85 or whenever that happened. I think it was '85, something like that. But uh, I don't, I don't know if I've ever seen a collaboration pack this, this huge. Like they just keep on making new collaborations because. All of them sell out instantly, which is the case for most sneakers now. But like, I don't even know. It's insane. I think it's definitely more hype than the uh, than the Yeezy Adidas stuff when it first came out. I just feel like Virgil continually pulls out, pulls out really good looking shoes. Um, the Yeezys kind of all they were all shaped the same. They were just different colorways and stuff, which I, I still like them. I mean, I can't. I don't really like the three fifties much at all because I don't think they. I don't think they would look good with what I wear. But like the 500s and the 550s are are really really good looking, and the uh, 750 the 750s are still my favorite, and he'll never release those again. But I just think what Virgil's done is is almost like I respect both of them, but the Virgil release is almost cooler because he's done it with more than one like style of sneaker. It's not just like 15 colorways of this one sneaker. It's like I have a colorway for the Presto, the Faber Max, the Air Max. Well, I think it's the Air Max ones or some shit like that. Um, there's a colorway for like literally 10 different sneakers. And I think that's, that's just really cool to see, I guess. Um, it shows that he's been invested, even if there is the argument that the, uh, that the sneaker design is simple, that the, uh, the whole aesthetic of the shoe is simple, but these days the minimalist stuff I feel like is winning. Um, especially in the popular culture now, higher end, it is cool to go get some of this extravagant stuff, but um, I think I think this is the best sneaker collab in a really really long time, and I'm really really sad that I struck out on both releases these past couple weeks. Even though I don't really have the money to be spending on it. Um, I wanted to bring up some comedy, some stand up comedy talk here. Um, this last week, Joe Rogan's special Strange Times released to Netflix, and it was really good. I was really happy with it. It was really funny. I caught myself. I watched it twice now, and um, I caught myself hysterically dying the second time at things I didn't laugh at the first time. Um, if you get if if you get a if you get triggered or easily, it's it's something you probably might not want to watch because you will get triggered because he says some some things that not everybody's going to agree with, and 
I think that's what makes him pretty special. And that's what comedy, I think, needs to do. If it's not pissing people off, it's not really comedy, in my opinion. It's not really funny. It's not doing what comedy should do. And uh, that brings me into, there's a couple specials coming up um, that I'm excited for that have been taped already, I believe. And we're just waiting for them to come out on Netflix. And that's um, Christina Pajinski's, which that's Tom Segura's wife, but she's hysterical on her own. Um, so hers is coming out soon. I know she's already taped it. Um, Joey Diaz's is, is also taped and is in post right now. I'm excited for that as well. I can't remember what it's called. I think it's called like immigrant mentality. Um, he's hysterical. If you've never listened to him, go find some clips on YouTube. This is his first special. I want to say this is Christina P's first special on Netflix as well. Um, two hysterical people, two really funny people. Go watch both their podcasts. I uh, recommend I recommend them highly. And then the last thing I wanted to mention with the comedy stuff is that Tom Segura is coming to Kansas City next summer. I'm trying to buy tickets. Um, he's hilarious. I haven't been to a comedy stand like a stand-up ever. I've never been to a stand-up show, so that would be really fun since I missed out on uh, Rogan and Chris D'Elia this year, which, I'm, which I regret because uh, I just regret it. But I didn't really have the money, so I'm okay with it. But I think that's all I wanted to talk about with the comedy thing. I had something else I was going to say, but I completely forgot. So my bad on that. Um, but in music news, the Mac Miller Benefit Concert has been announced, and it is on Halloween in California, and the lineup's insane. It's all the people that he's touched and who he collaborated with and who love him as a person and a friend and a brother. And the lineup includes Damo Genesis, Earl Sweatshirt, Action Bronson, Anderson Pack. Chance the Rapper, J.I.D., John Mayer, Miguel, Schoolboy Q, SZA, Thundercat, Travis Scott, Ty Dolla Signed, Vince Staples, and more special guests. Um, that's insane. That lineup is crazy. Um, I really, really wish I lived close because I would go to that. I think it's for a great cause. It goes to, I can't remember if it's his family or an organization, but it, all the money goes to somebody in which, or something in which Mac was passionate about or cared for or loved or was connected to. Um, it, it shows me that Mac was more than just an artist. He was more than just a guy who put out music. He was a human being. He was a good person. He was somebody who, who people liked. He just seems like such a likable guy. Um, whenever we saw him in concert and we had, um, meet and greets, he was a nice guy. He was funny. He, um, he, he just seemed like he cares, you know. He, he seemed like he cared about his fans, and he definitely you can definitely tell he cared about his music. So this um, this event is, is awesome. Um, I don't know what else to say about it, but it's, it's, it's incredible to see the amount of people that have rallied around this tragedy and are wanting to make something good out of it. Um, I, think, I think an artist like that that touches this many people... Um, I think it only happens every once in a while. And I'm hoping from this that it brings more people together, especially some of these artists on this list that you would you would never think had come in contact with him or gotten close to him. But um I'm just it's 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 just awesome to me. It's just awesome to see that. I'm really, really excited to see what comes from that. Um now in other news from that, an artist involved in that benefit concert action bronson has announced the release date for white bronco his forthcoming album and it is scheduled to release on 
November 1st. Um, so I'm excited as hell. Um, you guys have know that you guys know that already being that I've talked about it more than once on the podcast. Um, if the whole, I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to get, we're going to get an extra Bronson album, which is what I want, which is what I love. Um, and we're getting it six, six or so days, seven days, a, literally a week after I see him, it's coming out. I'm sad it's not going to be out whenever I see him. That way I get to hear some new stuff. I hope he plays some new stuff when I see him, but I'm excited regardless. I'm really hyped about it. Your boy's amped up about it. We're going to get, we're going to get wild. Um, if you follow me on Twitter and Instagram, I will probably live tweet it. I think that would be fun. I'll probably do a quick little reaction cuz yeah, I'll probably do a quick little reaction blog to it maybe. Maybe I'm not don't hold me to that, but I think it'd be fun to maybe go live on Instagram or something and kind of talk about the album, what I liked about it, what I didn't like about it, if there's anything I didn't like about it. Um but yeah, I think that'd be that'd be a fun concept for the future. Maybe when an album comes out, I listen to it, and then that Friday, if I have time to listen to it Thursday night, all night or whatever, that Friday I just do like a, a live stream reaction thing to it. Oh, that'd be really fun. That might be that might be um, thrown on the list on the list here real fast. Give me one second while I write it down. Live live stream album album reactions question mark. Um, I think that'd be a fun concept though. My bad. That was really, really probably awkward to listen to, but, um, I'm excited for that. Other news, another, uh, another person on that list of collaborators on the festival thing for Mac is Anderson Pack released a new single called Tints, T-I-N-T-S, like tint on a window with Kendrick Lamar. It's groovy as hell. It sounds it sounds a lot like some of the vibes that Mac was making lately. Um, it's it's super funky. It's almost like 70s feeling. Um, I really, really, really like it. Um, I've seen people saying that Kendrick, it would have been better if Kendrick wasn't on it, but I liked the Kendrick verse. Every time a Kendrick verse or a feature comes out, people get pissed off and say the song would be better without Kendrick, but I disagree in this instance. I think it's a good, I, get, I think it's a good track. I think it, it definitely makes me excited for the album. Oxnard. I still don't have a release date on that, but when it happens, I'll post it on the media sites. I will talk about it on the podcast, and I will talk about it the week after it comes out because I'm extremely excited about it. Um, also related to Anderson Pack, there's a new Free National song coming out this week. Um, it might be out now. I'm not 100% sure, but um, I can't remember what it's called either. Good God, I am slacking this week, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but yeah, um, I want to say it's featuring Daniel Caesar and somebody else. So I'm, I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's soulful and smooth. I'm excited to hear that. Um, Ghost Man released a song in a video today. I haven't had the chance to watch it cause I saw it literally right before I came in here and hit record. So, um, I'm going to be listening to that this week. Um, other music news, Sheck West's debut album, Mud Boy came out. I listened to it. A couple times and I'm pretty excited it was really good the uh it was experimental for sure it was experimental in a different way than you'd usually say something that is experimental it it had really really good production I was really impressed by the production because Chuck West produced it all himself he was the executive producer of the album um so he had some really really cool lines in there I know the one off the top of my head that I tweeted out I think it was either yesterday or today was uh I watched the throne like Yay Z, which is fire. I like that. 
Um, but yeah, if you like some experimental kind of stuff, stuff I've never, I've like, I've never heard an album like the one that he put out and that's, that's something really cool. Anytime, anytime somebody can grab my attention and sh- like make me hear something that I've never really heard before, I'm really down for that. And that's exactly what that was. Excuse me. <clears throat> oh God. <coughs> the water went down the wrong pipe, guys. Um, but yeah, uh, I wouldn't say the album was great though. It wasn't like blow my socks off good. It was middle tier. It was pretty good. It wasn't, I don't think it wasn't near as good as a lot of the things. <coughs> Excuse me. I don't think it was as good as a lot of the things that were released this year, but it was still good. I'm not going to say it was bad because I, I don't think it was bad. It was, it was just, it was just middle tier. It was something that was interesting. It's something that made me want more kind of, I guess. Yeah. It kind of made me want more than what I got. Like I want to hear what he does in the future. I want to hear what he does on some other production, like some, I don't know, some more established producers, which I hate saying that because I, I do dig it when people can do their own thing, but sometimes you get a different sound when you hear them on a different producer's songs or uh, different producers' beats or instrumentals or whatever. But, yeah, it was good. I, I'm excited for his future. I think he's somebody who's going to be hyped for a while. Um, yeah, I don't really know what else to say about it. I haven't got the chance to listen to it a thousand times because my weekend was super busy. So I'm just going to leave it at that. It was pretty good. It wasn't bad. Go listen to it. Determine for yourself. Tweet me the thoughts. Send me DMs with the thoughts. I don't care. Just tell me, not not like thoughts, but send me, send me DMs with what you thought about the album. Um... Now there's been some other stuff that's been going on, especially the last couple days, because the BET Awards um, rehearsals were yesterday, I believe, and Vic Mensa happened to do a, a freestyle in which he di- dissed XXX Tentacion while X's mom was in the crowd, and I think that is just a super low move, no matter what. Like first of all, he's he's passed, he's dead. Um, if you had beef with him, why didn't you do it when he was alive? Um, I think that's, that's low on itself because he can't defend himself. So, um, it's, it's just kind of, it's really weak in my opinion to speak like that on somebody who's passed, especially when their mother's in the crowd, which I, that's what I have the biggest problem about is that his mother was in the crowd and she had to listen to him, um, speak poorly about her son who, went too soon clearly he was only like 22 um so Vic Mensa you in my opinion have no respect for me anymore if you would have just kept your mouth shut you wouldn't have said anything I wouldn't have a problem with you um I'm not even a fan of your music I think you make subpar um trying to be pop rap type stuff I don't it's just not the best I can only name literally two songs from you that I actually like um and hell, one of the songs I like by you is, is a Chance the Rapper song. Um, I think it's absurd to speak on the dead like that, um, especially when it's this fresh. But I, I don't know why you didn't speak up whenever he was alive about it. He, I'm not even, I'm not even like a fan of his music like that. I don't, I don't go out of my way to to listen to X's music. I don't. Like, I was never a super fan. I didn't really like his music when he was alive. I still just think it's okay. But it's 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 just like a respect thing, I feel like. Like, that is that is the most disrespectful thing I've ever heard of. 
dissing a dead man in front of his mother who's in attendance. Um, so Vic Mensa, I'm sorry, buddy, but you, uh, you're not going to be in the rotation anymore. You, you never were in the first place, but now I just think you're cornier than you were before this whole thing. Um, I feel sorry for his mom who had to witness that firsthand. I think it's ridiculous. I think that she she deserves better than that. She she raised him. She was she's I mean she's probably still devastated. Think about that. Um, Adam twenty two stepped up and said said his words about it, and then of course Vic Mensa pulls up the allegations against um, Adam twenty two that were never confirmed. So they those are. I believe they were like dropped. I believe the allegations were dropped because there was literally no evidence or anything. So he's been tweeting back at Adam 22 with um, fake allegations. Apparently Adam 22 is very upset about it. A lot of people are very upset about it. Um, I want to say it's either X's or ski masks. Um, DJ was in attendance of that and was tweeting it and saying how literally awful it was. And now it's going to, I'm, I'm kind of nervous for Vic Mensa, even though I think this is utterly disgusting what he did. Um, I never wish death on anyone. I never wish somebody would just die. Like, it's, that's just, that's scummy. We're all people. We all make mistakes and do bad things, but um, losing respect and losing a life are two different things. But he's scheduled for Rolling Loud this year, which is a festival in Miami, Florida, where X is from and all of his crew is from and all of his friends and everybody he came up with are always scheduled for it because they're all South Florida boys. They all rep that festival, and Vic Mensa is scheduled for that this year, and I'm honestly, I'm scared for him. I, I hope nothing happens. I don't hope, I don't wish death on anyone, but if something does happen, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, as, 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 as sad as that is to say, I really, I really am, am nervous for him to go down there. I'm sure he's not. I'm sure he's a little, a little weary of it now. He probably didn't think of anything of it at the time, but um, I wouldn't be surprised if he pulled out or if Rolling Loud kind of made him not come for safety purposes. I just, uh, I just really don't like that he did that. Um, and I'm not even an, like an ex fan or anything. I just think it's, it's just so disrespectful to diss somebody who's dead in front of their mom. Oh, I just don't, I just don't like that. It just gives me really bad feelings. Um, but in other words, I'm just, I don't know. I don't like anything that, um, that came from this. It's just, it's poor judgment on Vic Mintz's part. It's, it's just overall ugly and, and I, I just don't like it at all. I, that's all I can say. I just, he lost my respect and in all honesty, X has more memorable music than Vic Mensa does. He had a bigger impact on on some of these kids, on this culture, on everything. Even though I hate using the word culture, he changed it. He 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 kind of gave a voice to to some of these kids who felt misunderstood and depressed, and he gave them hope. And Vic Mensa, I I I I don't know. I just don't know what to tell you. I understand you're an activist. You care about women's rights. You care about the ability to speak out. I, I agree with you. I'm not even disagreeing with you. I just think that what you did was was inexcusable and unacceptable. So I I just I just you you lost my respect and I just can't honestly listen to your music anymore. Um, so I'm sorry for that. But that's how I feel about it. I feel 
yeah, I just I think it's just he shouldn't have done that. Um, moving on from that, I I had written down earlier this week talking about the separation of artists and music, which is always a conversation being had, being that artists sometimes say some stupid things, they do something stupid, but the music that comes out you might really like it, but you feel guilty to like it because the person might be scummy or they might be this or that. Um, my whole thing is, um, I think there does have to be a separation of the artist and music to a point, but if they did something like completely inexcusable, like, um, Takashi 69, who has charges against him for having sexual relationship with a minor. Um, I think that in my eyes, He's unlistenable, in my opinion, because of that. I will not support an artist that has charges against him with evidence, because I believe there's evidence. Um, Now, if it's like allegations and there's no proof or the proof hasn't come out or the charges got dropped or he got proven innocent, not guilty, my bad, innocent, then I'll, I'll listen to their music. And then like the drug charges and gun charges and stuff like that, I don't really care about that. I'll listen to the music still. Um, but there is, I feel like there is a line, but the line is so subjective that nobody, it's, it's different for everybody. Nobody's going to have the same line. Like there's what, what I consider over the line is going to be different than what another person thinks is over the line. None of us will think that the same thing is as bad as the other person. Um, so that separation is just super difficult. I, I don't have a clear answer on what is acceptable and what's not. It's all opinionated. You can't, you, you just can't, it's, it's, a, it's an impossible separation in my, in my, it's like in a, not a separation because I do separate them often. I just think it's an impossible thing to make concrete on what's over the line and what's not to support an artist. But I usually like if, if they're just saying some stupid stuff on Twitter and stuff like in the, in the Kanye instance, I take everything he says with a grain of salt. I do not think that everything he says is true, nor do I agree with everything he says. But he is one of my favorite artists. He does put out some of the best music still. And I'm still going to listen to him and support him because I do like the music he puts out. And I am going to support the music and the work that he put into it. So in that case, if they're just like saying stupid things or doing stupid videos or this or that or that, I'm cool listening to their music. But if if they have charges for like, like physical abuse or, um, like pedophilia or anything like that, I just, it's really, 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 really hard for me to justify listening to an artist like that. And that's why it took me so long to listen to X's music because he had those charges. They were dropped and he was proven innocent, I believe, um, for insufficient evidence or something like that. So then it gave me like, I don't know. I felt okay about listening to his music um but like six nine i cannot i will not listen to his music um it's just first of all i don't think it's good second of all he's a scumbag of a person and i i I can't support that so that's my rough just super rough opinion about it um you guys can tweet at me or whatever about your thoughts on the whole situation i think it's a really really tough conversation to have especially by myself but if you would like to discuss it and talk about it i am more than down to do that 
And with that being said, we're going to jump into the big premiere on YouTube from the week, which was the season seven uh, season premiere of Hot Ones with Sean Evans on First We Feast on YouTube. And the first guest was Chrissy Teigen. She's a model. She's John Legend's wife. Um, I'm not a big fan of her. I think she's super annoying on Twitter. She thinks she's way funnier than she is. But with that being said, I did not hate the episode. I thought it was pretty good. Um, even though she was full, quote unquote, halfway through the thing, she stuck it out. And she, like, after the fifth wings, were just, like, trenching them with sauce and licking all the sauce off. I, I guess that's okay. I, I wasn't huge on that. I think she could have powered through much like everybody else does. But whatever, I can't control it now. But the episode was pretty good. She was kind of funny, I guess. It was an okay season premiere. I'm excited to see a different guest who I think is actually funny. But she was pretty charismatic with that being said. I didn't hate it as much as I thought I would. Um, but yeah, it was good. I'm excited to see who comes out this week. I believe they still premiere on s- no, not Saturdays, on Thursdays. Thursday mornings at like 10 or something like that. Um, so yeah, I'll be I'll be watching that. I might do like a, a little list once the season gets further on about who my favorite guests were and stuff like that. I think it'd be fun because that's a show I enjoy a lot. I, I do watch it weekly, much like people would watch weekly TV series. Um, and yeah, that's about honestly all I have for you guys this week. Sorry about that. It's a it's been a it's been a rough week. It's been a hectic week. I've been exhausted. Um, I, I like I said, I wasn't even gonna do this episode, but then I was like, ah, I got to. I can't, I can't just not put out content. Um, with that being said, I'm going to highlight a few things that's coming in the future. Um, the blog is up and running. We are on WordPress at www.trekrecordmedia.wordpress.com. Um, me and James are both writing for it. And the upload schedule is I will post my music, movie, or video game-related blog posts on Wednesday and Fridays by 4 p.m. And James will be posting his sports blogs on Thursdays, on Mondays and Thursdays by 4 p.m. And today I believe it's coming out at, at 5 because he was on the same 48 crew with me that uh, absolutely drained us. Um, another thing that's coming up is on the 18th I am recording a podcast that I am very excited for with a very special guest who is a professor at the school. He is very knowledgeable about many things and I'm excited to get in-depth conversation with him and that's coming on thursday october 18th it will come out the following monday at or the following am i gonna do the following monday oh no i'm gonna keep it on tuesday it'll come out the following tuesday at 10 a.m regular time um i'm hoping it goes really well i've had this note outline made for a while now i need to do some more research on it so i'll be recording that next wednesday no i'll be recording that next thursday um the track record sports podcast will continue coming out on friday mornings at 10 with me and James, it's been going really well. We've been really enjoying ourselves. It's been really fun. Um, it's been mostly football talk because that's all that's really happening right now. But the NBA season starts within a week, and we will be talking about we will be talking about that as soon as that happens. Um, the Twitter and the Instagram are up in full swing. We're on Twitter at um, Track Record M. So T R A K K R E C O R D M on Twitter and on Instagram at um, track record media. So just T R A K K R E C O R D M E D I A on Instagram. Follow us to keep up to date with when we post blog posts, when we post, um, 
we post podcasts we posting music from people that i enjoy like uh soundcloud people that i know uh, i'll be posting art from people that i like um yeah it's it's gonna be a journey so thank you guys um follow me on twitter and instagram at underscore chv underscore again and that's at underscore chv underscore that's on both twitter and instagram keep up to my shenanigans um, thank you guys for listening and for supporting this and for sticking around for this 36 minute podcast about me talking about not really anything cause it was a slow week, but expect a better episode next Monday or, or next Tuesday when it releases from me. I'd like to hear back some, uh, some feedback on Twitter and stuff. Um, if you listen all the way through, that'd be greatly appreciated. That way we can continue to, um, improve and grow the podcast. Um, in the future, I will be having video content up. Like I said, I want to do the, um, the video game streams with some voiceovers not streams but like video capture with some voiceovers i want to begin to um put out some videos i want to continue to grow and improve the quality of everything that i'm doing so thank you guys for listening and as always don't forget to keep a clean track record i'm your host chance and this is me signing off